Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week, what we're going to do is something that we did a few weeks ago, which is on your way to the courts. This is a special bonus sort of episode. What we're going to do is focus on trying to help you as you go to the courts, on your way to the courts, so that you can get your mind ready to play your best pickleball. What we recommend is if you enjoy this podcast, that you tag it, because this is the kind of podcast that you're going to want to listen to again and again as you head to the courts to get your mind right. Mind right means better pickleball. And that's going to be in today's podcast. Do you want 2023 to be your best pickleball year yet, but you're not sure how to go about it? Then join us for our pickleball system class starting in January 2023. The pickleball system is not a DVD box set. It is a class that is overseen by CJ Johnson and myself, Tony Roy, to help you accomplish your pickleball objectives. To make sure you're notified when registration for our next class opens, join our email list. You'll get our weekly emails full of great knowledge and be in the know. Hope to see you in class. Let's jump right into getting your mind calm and focused on what you're trying to do today on the pickleball court. Why are you heading to the courts and what you're going to try and accomplish out on the pickleball courts. First and foremost, why are you heading to the pickleball courts? Why did you get in your car or get out of your house and walk, however you get into the courts? Why are you heading to the pickleball courts? Are you hoping to just see some friends? Are you hoping to get some exercise? Were you looking to get out of the house, right? Uh, were you looking just for some social interaction? Are you looking to work on yourself as a person and growing as a person out there? Whatever your reason for being out on the pickleball court, we suggest to you to focus on that as your objective. In other words, let's say you drove to the pickleball courts because you wanted to see your friend. If you saw your friend then everything's good, regardless of the outcome of the games. This sort of gratitude, this sort of uh, being thankful for getting what it is that you went out there to get will not only help you feel better about your day on the pickleball court, it'll also help you perform better when you're out on the court. Because, after all, you're getting what you came for. Number two, let's talk about something that you can focus on today that's a positive right? Beyond your objective and going out. Let's talk about something a little bit more, not mundane, but a little more specific that you can focus on out on the pickleball courts. One thing would be your movement. Maybe today, spend some time focusing on your movement. Are you getting to where you need to get to in time? And if not, maybe explore the reasons why that's not happening and think of some ways that you can improve that. Maybe let's look at our shots. Maybe pick one shot and say, you know, I'm, today I'm going to work on that volley that's maybe been giving me a little bit of trouble. Or I'm going to take the net out of play by hitting higher. Something like that. Picks one thing that has to do with your shots and focus on that. Another area you can work on, it's related to the net, is error reduction, just in general. Are there parts of your game that are causing you to, to have errors that maybe are errors that you could eliminate from your game if that's what you want to do? An example, the net. Another example is pressing, hitting balls too hard. You can check out some videos on that on Into Pickle and also on Better Pickleball on YouTube to find specifics. But the key is when you go out there today, maybe pick one thing to focus on. 
While we're talking about focus, let's talk about that because focusing on focus, I'll get there. Focusing on focus is something you can do as well. Focus is a learned skill. It's like training a muscle. The more that you focus, the more that you work on your focus is something that you can become better at. But you have to have that initial desire, that initial intentionality, to use a term that we like to use at We Are Pickable, to focus on the things that, to focus on the focus, right? To basically put that in first and foremost on what it is that you want to work on and make sure that you spend some time on that. Now, let me give you a specific tip that might help you with focus. If you want to improve your focus, there are techniques you can use. And I'm going to focus on, on, I'm going to focus, right, on one, pun intended, I guess, on one specific, and I'm going to give you two variations of it. This is called the bounce hit approach. And it's an approach that Tim Galway in The Inner Game of Tennis talks about. If you haven't read that book, highly recommend you spend some time reading those sorts of books. You can find all of the books that we like at wearepickleball.com forward slash resources. They're all there. Click on it, get the book, and you'll, you, you'll, your mental fortitude will improve and your game will improve. But the bounce hit technique works like this. You are going to literally, if you can do it out loud, that's better. If you can't, do it in your mind. You're going to say bounce and hit. So every time that the ball bounces, you're going to say bounce. Every time the ball gets hit, whether it's by you or your opponents, you're going to say hit. That will allow you to really focus in the moment and to be so in the moment and knowing exactly what's going on that you're not worried about the other noise. You're not worried about who won the last you know, rally, who won the last game, who missed the last shot. You're going to be focused on the very next thing that you need to do, whether it's for you to move or whether it's for you to hit the ball. Another variation of this is you can just use numbers. So if it's easier for you, you can just say one, two, one, two, kind of like a metronome. And if you think about it in a game of pickleball, there is nothing other than a one and a two, a one and a two. And so if you can get into that rhythm of that one and a two, you're going to play better pickleball and you will also improve your focus. Again, focus is some a skill that you can work on. The next thing I want to remind you of is your agency when you're out there. You have agency. You can decide if you want to put yourself in a situation that's uncomfortable for you, do it. If you don't want to do that, then don't. You can decline all sorts of situations that you otherwise might think you must do when you're out on the pickleball court. And related to that, I'm going to give you another piece of advice while you're heading out to the courts, which is keep your eye on the ball. And this is, I mean that literally, but also figuratively. What I want to talk about here is not so much keeping your eye on the literal pickleball, even though that's important. I want you to I want to talk about keeping your eye on the ball of the big picture of why you're out on the pickleball court. It it's it's a, it's a sad day. I think it's a sad day anyway when pickleball players end up in a dispute or argument over something that is peripheral to the reason that they're out on the pickleball court. Example, an illegal serve or a close out call. Let me give you a couple pieces of, of perspective maybe that might help you as you're out there. If you're playing someone who has an illegal serve or an arguably illegal serve, consider whether that mechanic, that illegality, if you will, is substantially affecting your game. If it's not substantially affecting your game, then maybe just let it go. 
And what I mean by substantially affecting your game, I'm talking about where they're taking the serve and just hitting it, you know, 400 miles an hour because they're hitting it at their shoulder or something like that. Not where they're, maybe their swing pattern is a little bit off based on how you're seeing it and you might think it might be borderline. Maybe consider letting that go. The same goes for non-volley zone or kitchen violations. When you have a player that just kind of inadvertently steps in a little bit or shuffles around a little bit and things like that, I would recommend letting it go. Now, if a player is clearly stepping all the way in the non-volley zone and you want to call that, that's fine. And what you'll notice, what you'll what you'll come to see is that when the player clearly steps in the non-volley zone and you mention it to them, there's no argument because it's so clear. The arguments arise when it's a I'm going to call it ticky-tack. I don't mean that as a and any kind of disrespect for anybody who makes that call, but it's kind of a small call, right? So when you get those kind of borderline calls, what happens is your opponent will will basically bristle and, and object, and now you're in, the, in a back and forth about whether there's a non-volley zone violation or not, losing sight of the big picture. And the last one is out calls. If you hit a ball that is very close to the line and your opponent calls it out, you know, I like what I've been doing is I've been taking agency, going back to the agency, right, about the shot that I selected. If I selected a shot that was right next to the line, right, I'm playing with fire and I get burnt, I'm okay with that. I'll take the burn. Likewise, if your opponent's at the ball near the line, just maybe, you know, let it be, you know, unless it's clearly out. And even if it's out, you think it's out and your opponents challenge it, I would just let it go. Again, remember, why are we out there? We're not out there to fight about alcohols or non-volley zone violations or illegal service. We're out there to either get social, exercise, or maybe a combination of these things. And as long as you're getting that, keep your eye on the big picture. You'll have more fun out there and just enjoy the game more. In the riff, I'm going to give you a couple of tips, talk about lowering anxiety and give you a couple of tips and get you ready for the courts. Stay tuned for the riff. The most complete pickleball resource available anywhere is the pickleball system. Access to an unparalleled library of pickleball information, as well as your success path. You can find out more at thepickleballsystem.com. I'll link to it below. Whenever we play pickleball, it is normal to feel a bit of anxiety. Billie Jean King, I think, said it best when she said that what pressure, she called it pressure, but I'm going to call it anxiety. What that tells you is that you're doing something that matters to you. Right? You're doing something that you care about. Therefore, you feel some pressure. You feel some anxiety potentially when you're out there. What can you do when you feel anxiety? Right, Because we're all going to feel anxiety at some point out there. One thing that you can do is you can learn some breathing techniques to help you deal with that anxiety. Breathing technique I'm going to teach you now is a breathing technique that you can use where you're going to basically breathe in once and push out twice. It's the double push. Uh, CJ uh, showed it to me at one of the camps that we we did uh, last year, and uh, it really works. The players who use it seem to really it seems to work for them really well. If you're not if you if you're done driving uh, and you're at the parking lot or something, yeah, let's do it along. Do it, follow along with me with this, and you'll feel it. So basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna breathe in deep, and now what we're gonna do is we're gonna blow out in two pushes. So it's gonna be all the way out. I right, do it one more time. Breathe all the way in. And then double push. 
all the way out. If you do it a couple of times, what you'll notice is your shoulders will drop. Your anxiety, your basically your tension in your body will be released. That will help with some anxiety that you may feel on the court. It's a really good technique that you can use to help you with your anxiety on the courts. Other things you can do is you can do things like tap your paddle on the fence. That's something that some pro players do, and it's very helpful to them. They go back to the fence. They tap their paddle on the fence. Basically, kind of a reset. You can also think about it as leaving your quote-unquote bad shots on the fence and just getting them off your paddle. So that's another technique you can use to get rid of your anxiety or at least reduce your anxiety when you're out on the pickleball court. Recognize that your anxiety, however, is something that indicates you're, you're caring for what you're doing. So it's not in and of itself a bad thing. The bad part is when it interferes with your either enjoyment of the game or your performance on the court. All right, now that you're either in your parking lot or you're almost ready to go, let's do a couple of deep breaths to kind of get ready to play. So we're going to do three deep breaths and then get ready to play some pickleball. Here we go. Breath number one, breathe in. And breathe out gently. One more time. We're going to do one more of these, but when we do this one, I want you to think about why you're here today. One more time. All right. So you should uh, be ready to get out there and give it your all on the pickleball courts. Enjoy your day on the court. If you enjoy this podcast, tag it. Put it on whenever you're heading up to the courts. Get your mind ready. You're going to play better pickleball. Enjoy yourself more on the courts. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great time out on the courts, and we'll see you next time.